Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 337th episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton. I'm here with my co-hosts, Sean Wisniewski and Mark Hitt. Today, we're asking Brian Brazil what his favorite hand tools are. So welcome back to the show, Brian. Hi, long time no talk. Indeed. <laughs> exactly. So as a hand tool aficionado, we figured we would uh, ask you what your favorite five hand tools are. So actually gave me a heads up on this. So I was able to wander into the shop and exactly you remember what hand tools are. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, do you do you list them? The most used to least used, most favorite. To yeah, least you know that, that that's a good. Should we go from five to one or one to five? I think we should go from from uh, five to one. Well, is it what, the, is it the hand what, tool like your favorite hand tool with the best story? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 let's start with hand tool number five. What's your out out of the five top hand tools? Uh, what's number five? Oh, geez, now I have to reorder these. <laughs> oh, no. Just start oh. at the bottom. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I put them in weird orders because the first, well, I went in like first thing they came to mind kind of order. Uh-huh. Um, so the first one that came to mind was I have the, the Veritas shooting plane and shooting board. Oh, okay. Which is like complete like woodworking porn. <laughs> so like, that's the, the 501 <laughs> is that what it's called the, it's the 50 something yeah i think so it oh, weighs yeah. like a ton and a half yeah yes. i got the shooting board which costs probably more than my car uh-huh it's just some plywood what do you drive <laughs> <laughs> but it just, so, it's just so nice it's what, like what are you almost, using that for the most are you using it for panels or you know, like frames, how does that fit into your workflow? Really? Well, <laughs> the, the workflow is that I am a really crappy Sawyer. <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw something, it's got a pretty, pretty hefty angles on it. Mm-hmm. Let's say. Uh, so yeah, everything gets, everything sees the shooting board. Okay. Well, yeah, that's cool. Cause, cause, if I, Cool. I would say that it would be, you know, I use it to dial in my exact <laughs> measurements by the thousandth. Your drawer fronts to get them fit perfectly. Yeah. But, no, but the reality is that it is a it is a tank heavy shooting plane. Yeah. And it will, under proper direction and, and application, it will true an edge mm. to pretty damn near 90 degrees even if you don't mean it to be like it's it's what it does right yeah Yeah, can i ask this why did you choose veritas over lee nielsen um i I kind of go toward veritas a little bit more yeah for planes at least um Mm -hmm. but it was also i i remember it being significantly cheaper yes yes it is very similar tool and the reason I know that's because I have the Lee Nielsen one. <laughs> uh-huh. There you go. Bosom yeah. buddies here. All right. Yeah, the number 51. And it is, and, and I agree with you in all respects, it is fantastic. 
Unfortunately, I'm a chair maker, and I maybe use that once or twice a year. There are so many times I sit there and say, why don't I sell this? Why don't I sell this? But I don't. So, <laughs> I think, Lee Nielsen, you can sell them for more than you bought them for, right? I don't you know. Japan. You can ship them to Japan for, for more than you bought them for. <laughs> let, let me know. Let me know. But, you know, I, I built a, a, a shooting board. You know, this is before uh, Veritas had their, you know, pretty nice shooting board, which I think you can use with any plane, whether it be yeah. the Lee Nielsen or the uh, uh, Lee Valley or Veritas plane. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, I think they're listeners both- make me an offer. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both based on the same. The same basic plane from Stanley. Yeah, yeah. But Veritas so. usually throws a little. As uh, Vic Teslin puts it, uh, Lee Nielsen is classical and Veritas is jazz. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And, yeah. you know, I bought mine before uh, uh, Lee Valley came out with theirs. But I remember I was, you know, I think it was at one of the lee nielsen events that came to houston you know where they have all the planes out there and they had the they had that there and i was sitting there you know just taking these wispy shavings off this you know walnut ingrain and i was just like okay you sold me i gotta have one <laughs> <laughs> oh and there's something about those ingrain shavings that are oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah. they're super cool yeah. i've got a number four that can take them and it's like Oh, that's just that that's so cool to see that stacked edge of end grain shavings. You it's, know. You take your walnut shaving and you can like pretty much see through it. It's like oh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's a good one. So what what's your next? What do you got? Next one is uh my uh speaking of we in the last episode recorded several weeks ago, uh we uh talked about my uh, vintage tools. And yes. one of my favorites is the vintage Stanley number no. three that I found oh. in the basement of the house I used to live in. It was one of my grandfather's tools. And after tuning it up and making it work, that is my fine gossamer shavings plane. Mm-hmm. What blade do you have in it? Uh, I ooh, good question. I think it's the Veritas. I think it's an A2. Okay, so I, I think that's the biggest upgrade to a vintage plane is oh, a yeah. modern blade. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I'll even say I've got a Wood River 4, number 4, yeah. and I mean, that is a better blade than the vintage, you know, Stanley's, yeah. you know, that I've got. So yeah. that, seen that yeah. yeah. Well, I have to second Brian's uh, recommendation here because I have the Lee Nielsen number 3, and smoothing plane and i absolutely love that and i use that as much as possible for those gossamer thin shavings Mm -hmm. what's and i've actually upgraded that blade to um actually the veritas pvm 11 (laughs) because if, if you buy the uh the replacement blade that fits into the stanley one it will actually fit into the Lee Nelson one. So that's, uh, I think Chris Wars actually uh, posted about that first. But as soon as he posted about it, I went, yeah, PVM 11. I love that stuff. I'm going to upgrade to that. So, yeah. What's the, what are the dimensions of the three? And I'm holding my four yeah. in my hand. I would say it's about nine inches long. It's roughly two inches wide. You know. It's a little thinner. I think it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't I've, know got, a, I've got a me. 603 right here. 
Okay. Inch and a half, inch and three quarters. It's, it's two and a half, two and an eighth wide. Okay. And the sole is eight and three quarters, but the tote is another half an inch, three eighths of an inch. Yeah, yeah, at the end, yeah. Okay. So it's it's kind of like a, a wide block plane. Yeah, it's it's a real interesting blend between a four and a and a block plane. Like yeah, as far as that. Hmm. No, that's 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 very cool. I mean, those are it's great. I mean, my my four is my, my the closest I've got to the gossamer shavings. You know, it's it's um those are, those are great just for that yeah. fine last pass kind of stuff and getting those wispy wispies. You know, fantastic stuff. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, I'm kind of like the hybrid woodworker, but um, when I'm not dealing with chairs. So um, if I grab a plane, usually it's that number three that I'm grabbing, hmm. which, you yes. know, just, just to make those fine, you know, um, you know, cuts and, you know, just kind of, you know, get everything right in line to where I want it to. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. You guys have convinced me I'm going to have to f- clean up this 603 and get it working <laughs> I, i'm looking at it right now this is, this is a board of education plane it's got like the the bake light black handle and a rosewood yeah. knob on the front and um <laughs> i think it came from chicago schools or something like that but yeah i'll have to get a pmv 11 blade and put it in there and get it working cool cool <laughs> yeah nothing against the four but yeah have, it's one of those i have a three mm-hmm. and i don't Eventually, I kind of want to get a uh, uh, the Lee Nielsen number four in the bronze. The bronze, yeah, one of those. Yeah, That's see, great. my number three is in the in the Lee Nielsen bronze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, the, that extra heft might make the difference. Just yeah, to have a little behind it. And I think they did a four and a half in bronze. I think they did. Yeah, which is, I mean, it was gorgeous, but it was like 700 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I have yeah. feelings about four and a half. So I, I'm not, I have a, the Lee Valley, the Veritas four and a half low angle and the extra width. Uh, it kind of works against you. Uh, it, it, kind of thinking. It, it, it starts to, it starts to kind of uh, counteract the whole idea of a smoother is it's smaller and it, and it, and it yeah. It, can ride, it can ride the curves and the dips and the valleys. And when you make the plane iron, I don't know, a half inch or three quarters of an inch wider, you lose a lot of that. And um, I didn't learn that until I bought one and used it for a while. But um, but yeah, I, I think um, and I thought it, I thought it'd be helpful because I work with large stock, but um, it, it's it's still problematic. I still uh, find myself wishing for a narrower plane. Yeah, well, get that 603 up. I'd be interested to see what you think about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that bothers me about putting a thick, a thicker blade on these old planes is a lot of times you have to file the mouth open Yeah. Um, to get the blade to come through. And, I, well, it depends. If you if you really want fine shavings, that may not be a problem. You have a really tight mouth. But mm-hmm. it's going to take some work. I'm looking at it. It's got, a, it's got some corrosion on the sole. It doesn't need to be pretty, though. It just needs to cut. So mm-hmm. there's a there's a video on YouTube for that I'm sure I'm, I'm sure and if you're using it for like fine shaving finishing kind of work you can have a super tight mouth that's right that's an advantage yeah it's handy absolutely I mean that's that's one of the advantages of those things is like super tight set super small mouth just not nothing more than to pass because you're taking millimeter shavings now this oh, is you're nothing thousands thousands yeah, yeah i'm sorry yeah. i mean uh, even tighter i mean it, it's Nanometers. just like 
super tight, super tight stuff, stuff you can see through. And it's just a final pass. Do not do this if you need to correct a saw, you know, <laughs> you know saw an edge, <laughs> right. you know, no, because it'll take you an eon to do it. You know, you that this is the whole, you know, medium, you know, what is it? Like coarse medium. Coarse medium, medium fine, yep. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the whole idea. You need to really have the set. There. And that being said, I mean, anybody that has planes, I think you need three, you know, just to kind of, bridge the gaps between the uses you know jack plane does a lot of things obviously it's the jack of all trades but uh you you it helps to have something a little longer a little more precise for jointing a little little jacky for everything with a camber to really do its thing and then then you get your number four number three to to be your finisher you know Mm -hmm. or if you're really fancy you get your two or your one but i'm not a violin maker so I don't need those. <laughs> I'd still like to have a number one. Just for... I mean, it'd be cute have, to have it in my hand. I don't. You don't need a number one if you have a. <laughs> yeah. Block no. Block no. Block. Just, just, exactly. Just you know, for it's... s's and giggles. Yes. Yeah. Like... I mean, that's it. That's <laughs> all it's for. for a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have a number one. How much? How much you pay for that? Yeah. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I have a number one. That's all that matters. So, what's your number three? Uh. So. Speaking of planes that can be rough, um, I think my scrub plane. Really? Okay. Which is uh, is not a scrub plane at all, but it's a uh, it's a five and a quarter that I mm. picked up in a raffle. What is the what is the difference between the five and the five and the quarter? Uh, the five and the quarter is narrower and I think a little shorter. No, oh, it's scrubby. Yeah, <laughs> it's scrubby. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like the school shop class version of the five mm-hmm. it was not as much metal used but they wanted to say it was a five yeah okay um and i kind of got this plane and i was like i don't know what to do with this so you got a big open mouth and a camera plane on that exactly Our camera blade yeah yeah, yeah. put a, a monster camber on the blade it takes a chunk of wood out at a time mm-hmm. it's great very sharp <laughs> But I basically use that and my planer to get everything, you know, flat and parallel. Mm-hmm. Your thickness it, planer or your my thickness joiner. planer. Oh, okay. Okay. You yeah. have a thickness planer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not fully a hand tool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. <laughs> He's an enthusiast. <laughs> right. Enthusiast. Uh, you know, there are certain times when you don't want to just you know spend hours thicknessing material. So oh, I get it. Yeah, the planer is my favorite power tool. <laughs> for that reason it 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 saves the most sweat equity right <laughs> yeah you can get one side flat and just run it through or you don't have to get one side flat just get four corners flat yeah yeah there's all sorts of tricks to that thing you just need yeah. some rails to run on right right yeah like my scrub plane leaves uh kind of like a scant quarter inch of of wow depth on it maybe an eighth but kind of it's a it's a good camber it's a solid camber but Mm. it's enough that the ridges are all the same height yeah it's only riding on the ridges when it's going through the planer right and that's technique i mean you're yeah you overlap your strokes just the right amount or consistent it just has to be consistent yeah yeah i mean i i have my Frankenstein number five that's made from like three different planes that every every bench top that comes out of clamps 
I throw it up on the bench with a pair of uh, winding sticks and check it, and they all need a little bit of adjustment, nearly all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's done with the jack plane, done by hand. Uh, and then I flip them over and run them through the wide belt. <clears throat> and uh, having that, that true face, well, relatively true face to start with, it just, you know, it gets you better results in the end. Yeah. And the jack sure. plane or the scrub, you know, it's the best way to do it. And I kind of like that it's like, there's this mystique with planes where you're always trying to get these gossamer shavings and like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to tear shit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not all about that. Again, the coarse, medium, fine, you know, idea. There's, there's a time for just hogging shavings away and there's a time for thin shavings and, and you have to understand what it takes and what it means to do that. You know, why do you want that? That's, that's a, a very uh you know it's, it's important thing to know you know it, a plane planes do a lot of things if you only have a block plane you only know what the block plane can do there's a lot more out there mm-hmm. yeah exactly right so what's your number four so for four i went with uh card scrapers but um yeah i i, I have the i i live by card scrapers because i'm a bad woodworker <laughs> if you like your scrub plane that's <laughs> yeah hopefully you don't follow up your scrub plane with the card scraper oh that's all i that's all i do just the two <laughs> just the two wow i mean it, is a collector's it, item a, a car, card scraper will what it'll it'll smooth it out it doesn't make make it true necessarily but it will it will definitely take off the bumps <laughs> no <laughs> it'll, it'll take out the it, it works well against pretty much any grain. Yeah. No, that's for sure. That, absolutely. Man, the, yeah. The, joking aside, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, it's you can kind of point it at something and make it not flat isn't the right word, but make it not smooth, fluffy. Make yeah. it pretty. Make it pretty. Make it pretty. There you go. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. if you want to blow somebody's mind who's new to woodwork, new new to hand tool woodworking pull out a card scraper and take a shaving with it. They, mm. it just, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. floors people. Uh, yeah. I know I was the first time I saw one used, I was just amazed, uh, at, you know, like what is special about this piece of metal? And, um, but I, I did a, I guess I don't, I haven't edited it yet, but I did a video uh, when I was shooting the video series on the, um, shave horse. And I actually took a card scraper to a bandsaw edge and cleaned it up. In no time flat. I mean, it was mm-hmm. if you yeah. if you if you uh, skew the card scraper, you don't have to worry about it riding those ridges. It'll just cut right over the top of them. Right. And that's how I that's how I clean up bandsaw marks now. I don't even bother with a with a rasp first, which is what I used to do. Um, I was shooting that video and I was like, here, let's just see, you know, what what happens when we go right over the the bandsaw marks. And it was amazing. It was super fast. So yeah, card, learn how to sharpen a card scraper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're an asset for sure, and it's cheap. It's a cheap tool. Yeah, so, yes. yeah. The, it's more expensive to buy the burnisher than it is to buy the card scraper, <laughs> but you'll use the burnisher forever, you know, and you'll grind that card scraper up at one at some point. So, well, my favorite video of yours was when you uh, uh, tried to make the uh, crucible card scraper from uh, Chris Williams, and I ran it. I ran, <laughs> it just Chris, like... Did I say Chris Williams? Oh, the shape, the shape, yeah. Yeah, the shape, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was that was his, and uh, and uh, it's just like, yeah, maybe I should have just bought it. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that was the blog post that went along. It's like how to lose money making card yeah. scrapers. <laughs> yes. What was funny was I was in that class when uh, with Chris Williams, and uh, when he pulled out the card scraper and started doing it, and Swartz said, "Can we take a, a impression of that?" Jeez, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and I did the same thing. And when I got back, I ground my own like uh, he did. But I also bought the Crucible one too. Um, but uh, it, it, it it's kind of interesting because I got like what I got about five scrapers now ground to that shape, and it is that's a nice shape, nice shape. I, I have one that I got from maybe Greg Pennington or maybe somebody who at Greg Pennington's shop who had taken a class with Peter Galbert. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the shape that Peter Galbert likes. Yeah. So it's kind of like a Windsor chair shape. I get it's a it's kind of like a French curve almost. It's a it's it's not consistent. And yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's more of a quarter round on one end, and it fades out to a really shallow curve on the other. And that's the one I'd been using for a really long time. But I, I like the Crucible one because it's better on on flat surfaces. Yeah. Because uh, it's a more shallow, consistent curve, and I use that one that I that I ground and and polished and sharpened um, to match the Crucible one. I use it all the time now because it's easier to sharpen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's it's cheaper to just buy one. Just just yeah, don't be cheap. <laughs> Unless you have a huge stack of them laying around, just just buy one and Well, what I did do is this is before Crucible came out with theirs is right. uh, um I got a real thick card scraper. Um said, "Man, I'm going to kill myself." Is a DFT tools. Okay. Something like that. Oh man. Anyway, um, but uh, they make some thick card scrapers, and I got one of theirs and I ground it to that shape. So it's kind of interesting to play with the different thicknesses of card. Yeah, scrapers. well, the the crucible yeah. one is is quite thick. I mean, as far as card scrapers go. Yeah, this one's like twice as thick as that. Oh, okay, okay. The, I, yeah. I think the only the one positive to to like you know picking a shape and grinding your own is learning that you can grind one and because there are times when you need a custom shape and having the confidence to like you know just pull a piece of steel out and grind it to whatever you need is is pretty handy yeah it's dfm tool works yeah mm-hmm. yeah they he was actually a guest on our podcast uh okay long time ago but uh he makes squares and stuff like that but he does make uh, some card scrapers i think uh mark uh, the wood whisperer again uh has some of his stuff but uh yeah, he makes some real thick ones. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I ground one of his to the same shape. And, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I want to say the uh, Crucible one will get you there 100% of the time. Uh, but this one's <laughs> nice if you're really hogging off some, yeah. Some good With heat sink. One. Yeah, exactly. Sucks up the heat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is that, yeah. the, the finger bacon or something like that that Chris calls it? Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I caught a whiff of that the other day when I was scraping some stuff. <laughs> so anyway, that brings so the, us to the last tool. <laughs> yeah, the last yeah. tool. One more. What you have you a bonus one, one more that will build all the furniture in the world. Oh, really? Yes. Um. <laughs> well, I got this CNC machine over here. <laughs> it's hand-powered. Stroke sander. <laughs> um, for the last one, I went with the Veritas block plane. Oh, I, yeah, Absolutely. Was it the DX some DX ten or something? 
Oh yes, yes. I have that one. That one is fantastic. Yes. Is that the the futuristic looking one? Yeah. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's all futuristic. Well, yeah, no, it, I mean not all of their stuff is, but that black and black and chrome looking, yeah, smooth angle. I mean, not the angles, smooth lines. I mean, it was really kind of, I mean, retro vehicle, futuristic, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tron, I think it's Tron, like, whatever. You know, like pretty nice. And I'm gonna say I'm not a huge fan of block planes in general, but just holding that thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think they did well. I mean, again, it's it's got that we've talked about it before with other planes. It's got the weight, right? It's, yeah. it's got it's got robust parts. It can take a good edge, and it's going to do the job it's intended to do without too much effort. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, it looks money, sexy. Spend I the mean, money it's... for the PMV eleven. Yeah. yeah, and then, yeah, you get that you get that good blade that's going to sharp easily easily and hold an edge all at the same time. It's a big, but yeah. It's yeah, and it, that's the small fraction of effort. Yeah, I have the same. I have the same blood plane, and I love it. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. I also have a bonus. I have a oh. bonus hand tool. Oh, bonus hand. Oh man, yes. needed one for the silly category. Uh huh. <laughs> but because uh, <laughs> I love my spill plane, like uh, way more than I should. Oh. <laughs> is that a is it a red rose spill plane? No, it's not. It's the Veritas one. It was before. Oh, they have a spill plane. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do you make candles with? Ooh, no, but I probably could. Are you talking That's about ear, I... ear candles? I mean, kinda. Yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> you you can you 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 dip that coiled shaving in wax, and it'll burn like a candle. Oh yeah, that that'd be cool. I mean, I yeah. I mean, that's the. I, I, I get it. Our Other next than, episode, we have a fundraiser for Brian, whose house just burned down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> other, other than the shape of that shaving, what is that actually good for? Um, it's, I'm, I'm not being, you know, facetious. I'm honestly asking, like, what? It's, it's made for that purpose, for moving flames from yeah. one place to another. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Pretty much. Lighting yeah. cigars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> removing a quarter inch of stock in a coiled fashion on the output just because, you know, like, like that's <laughs> they're, I, I'm, I've always liked seeing them in use. I think that's really cool what they produce. As much as I like my tongue and groove plane that makes nice little curly cue pig pigtail shavings. I mean, they're great, but it, it's just one of those like, eh, what, what does it do? Like it makes those shavings. It, it's not a, it's not the work left behind that's the product. It's the shaving, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but but, but a good, well, well, so that's interesting. Are they used? Uh, those shavings used for cigars, aficionados, so to speak. I'm not one. Know, of maybe those. if you use a fancy wood, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, mm. I use them for lighting cigars, but not mm. fancy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. I mean, that's. I don't know. That's that's I, a very interesting. What what they were for yeah. was like uh, lighting pipes and stuff. Yeah. From the fire in the fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I mean, of I'm, a I'm marketing on... opportunity here for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's some Spanish cedar or some uh, yeah <laughs> madrone or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. A dollar mm. a spill. There you go. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah. Something that you could like literally sit at a craft show and make right there and go. Dollar a piece. Here you go. <laughs> a dollar fifty if you watch me make it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If you want to do there it you yourself, go. it's fifty cents a piece. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, they're cool. Again, I, I, I just, I've, I've respected their the imagery of it, but I've never gotten to the point of uh, like, yeah, that's something I want because I don't know what I would personally do with it because it doesn't produce much that I would use. I don't smoke cigars. I don't, you know, you know, that's the thing. But Wait, it's I mean, totally the bonus, it's like it's completely frivolous, but yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you just you just take it on your your scrap, you know, and just clamp a piece of scrap into something and hold it and go. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. OK, I've got these little cones of scrapings. There we go. Hey, I can like this. <laughs> <laughs> like that the dog, yeah. would, actually. Well, well, I'll tell you what, Brian, I got a friend, a couple of friends of mine always smoke cigars. So send me some shavings and I'll see how much I can sell them. For. and uh <laughs> we'll get the supply going yeah 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 we'll, we'll get this going yeah <laughs> well with that uh brian so uh where can folks find you on the interwebs i uh, i'm on instagram as uh brian underscore c underscore brazil i'm on the Regular internet, I guess, the World Wide Web, if you will, <laughs> on uh, swampyankeeworkshop.com. And be sure to check out the YouTube page for the Woodworkers Guild of Rhode Island. We've been putting a bunch of our meetings up there with such luminaries as Wilbur Pan. Fantastic. Well, great. Uh, so what does the C stand for, if you don't mind us asking? Uh, Christopher. Oh, okay. Ah. It was uh, I was named for Christopher Robin. Okay. Oh, really? Named for Christopher Robin. Yep, my mother's a big uh, Winnie the Pooh fan. Fantastic. Well, wow. well, that means this show won't be airing in China. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark, uh, where can folks find you? <laughs> I I am. Uh, <laughs> you can find my business at plate11.com on the internet. You can find me at Mark Builds It on Instagram, and you can find my videos at Play 11 Woodworking on YouTube. Sean, where are you at? I'm Sean W78 on most social medias. Uh, Kyle, how about you? Uh, you can always find me at Barton Kyle on Instagram or my YouTube channel. Just search for Kyle Barton and you'll find me. So. And that just about wraps it up for this show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. And while you're there, please leave us a review. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast. You can support the podcast on patreon.com slash MWA podcast. But the best thing you can do is tell a friend. Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.